you ever been to a volcano? Women with a rugby? You're now listening to Super Bowl. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Bowl! It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball! That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hooper. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, it's John Hill. Just us today, John. Yes, yes. It's a quiet it's Christmas break here on campus where we record. We may be the only souls on campus as well. We might be. We might it was be. It's quite the empty building mm, today. Yes. So that means we could do whatever we want, and what uh, we've chosen to do is an NBA podcast. Yes, we have. We have <laughs> ooh, 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 breaking news. Breaking oh, news. Oh, breaking news. Something uh, happening? Uh, yes. Uh, Matt Hill has been traded from the Super Hoopers. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. Oh. To uh, someone in uh, Denver. Uh, their name is uh, Weed Smoker 420. Oh wait, wait, wait! Correction, correction. They were trying to trade for Cypress Hill. Sorry, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, okay, nice, sorry, sorry. Nice little early headlines. Little little miscommunication. Little early sorry, headlines. sorry. Hopefully this doesn't come back. Yeah, quite the doldrum in the NBA right Kinda now. Boring. But we did have we did have what I thought was a top five NBA Twitter moment when um, the teams could not figure out which Brooks they had traded for. That's amazing. So, <laughs> so to recap. Woj reports that Dylan Brooks and Wayne Selden of the Grizz are going to Phoenix. Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is going to the Grizz. Uh, Austin Rivers uh, is going to the Suns. And then Ariza is going back to the Wizards. So it's like a three-team trade. And basically, you know, the big pieces are Ariza and, you know, young prospect Dylan Brooks. He reports that. Then the Memphis beat writer is like, talks with Memphis sources and the Memphis beat writer Chris Harrington is like uh Memphis is saying it's Marshawn Brooks it's not Dylan Brooks <laughs> so then Woj just like corrects it he's like yeah no sorry it's uh, Marshawn Brooks and then the Phoenix sources are like nah it's it's Dylan Brooks <laughs> and then then Mark Stein tweets like there seems to be some disagreement the Phoenix beat writers are saying Dylan the uh Memphis beat writers saying it's Marshawn Brooks Dylan Brooks way better than Marshawn Brooks. But I mean, Marshawn Brooks is essentially like a D-League player. Yes. And then what? So then the trade is off. Then the trade basically it looks like the teams found out that the, the that there was a mix-up in the Brookses <laughs> via like Woj and Twitter. They're like just all like us, just on Twitter going, "Oh, well, hold on." They're not they're not calling each other. They find they seem to have found out on Twitter, which is just you know fantastic. Um, so. The level of incompetence here is staggering to me. You have, uh, so you have three, these are three of the worst front offices in the league. Yes. So facts. You have the Washington front office run by Ernie Grunfeld, who's been there for like 18 years and done a terrible job for 18 years. Like this is just a, a tenure like marked with scandals. You know, you got yeah. guns in the locker room. You have the current like terrible uh, team they're putting out. Um, he just makes bad trade after bad trade. He makes these terrible signings like Jan Mahemny. So he's incompetent. Somehow kept his job for 18 years. You have the Suns who fired their general manager on like day two of the NBA season. So and it good. seems like Robert Sarver is just like running the team now, the owner. Because like what came out also is that like James Jones, who was the acting GM, uh, gifted Tyson Chandler to the Lakers. Like they yes. bought out Chandler and then Chandler like 
immediately went to LA and it, like came out that LeBron basically called James Jones, who's like his buddy's like, Hey, can you cut Chandler? We all know you're going to cut Chandler. Like we all know you're going to buy him out before the trade deadline. So just, you know, just buy him out right now. And James Jones like, yes, yes, Mr. James, I'll get right to it. So Robert Sarver seems like he was pissed about that. As he, I, I mean, from my perspective, as he should be, I mean, like, look, the guy's under contract. Just keep him here. Keep him in Phoenix to punish him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And make punishment. sure he doesn't go to a, a, another good team. So Robert Sarver's like, we are not trading Trevor Ariza to Lakers. Like, we are not doing that. All the rumors were Ariza is going to Lakers. So it seems like Robert Sarver, who everyone knows is like totally incompetent, who Brian Windhorst on his podcast said basically top level uh, executives in the in the league refuse to work for Phoenix. Like they've been offered jobs at Phoenix. They're like, we're not working for Sarver. Okay, so you got that mess in Phoenix. You have you know old incompetent Ernie in. Washington. You have Chris Wallace in Memphis, who's also a terrible G- GM. This is this is a real uh, Howie. Is that his name Howie Rosenbaum? Is that the Philly GM? Who's the Philly GM? The 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 uh, Eagles GM. Oh 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 Howie. How is it? Is that a last name? Oh yeah, um, Howie Rosen. Ro- Whatever the the GM who got fired and like I can't remember just like stayed in his office till everyone else got fired and he came back. That's what happened with Chris Wallace in in Memphis. He was the GM. They like fired him because he made the, the terrible uh, Pau Gasol trade, and then he just stuck around until everyone else was fired and he kind of rose back to prominence. But he's not a good GM. I mean, just last year he he um, bungled the entire Tyreek Evans situation where it's like they had this good player Tyreek Evans who was going to leave after at the end of the year. They could have traded him at the trade deadline for something. They decided to keep him for no reason. They were a tanking team and they just kept Tyreek Evans and got nothing for him. Anyways, all terrible GMs. All terrible. Roseman. Rosemond. Okay, sorry. I tried to add a little extra. <laughs> I tried to add a Berg in there. Very, very, hey, 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 hey. Without, without Peter Nick here, it's, it's, it's like, it's yeah. just like, I was, like I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a I don't know. I don't know, I, like, I don't know anything about football. <clears throat> um, all right, so what we need, here's what we need to sort out, John. We need to figure out who's at fault. Oh. Like, who, who, who messed this trade up? Like, who got, who is actually at fault for the Brooks's, uh, you know, the whatever, this Brooks's situation? I'll give you each team's story, all right? Okay. So the Suns say, no, it was Dylan Brooks all along. We have, you know, we, we have the medical. We got the medical from Memphis. We were always talking about Dylan Brooks. Uh, they say it was just Memphis's way to back out of the deal. Washington essentially says the same thing. They say it was Dylan Brooks the whole time. Memphis got cold feet. All right, that's from the these are these are basically from the beat writers of those teams. The Memphis teams like, what are you guys talking about? It was always Marshawn Brooks. Their story is they only dealt with the Wizards. They went to the Wizards and the Wizards went to the Suns. So they only dealt with the Wizards. They told the Wizards Marshawn Brooks. The Wizards took it to the Suns. The Suns said yes, and then that was the trade that got leaked out. They said, look, we said it was Marshawn Brooks. Why would we trade Dylan Brooks? We like Dylan Brooks. Also, we informed Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> like, we actually told Marshawn Brooks and Wade Selden they had been traded. Like, why would we do this like elaborate route? Like, you know, why mm-hmm. would we do this? So, what do you think happened? Wow, there's a lot. There's a lot to unfold. Uh, I still don't understand. Unfold it. or unpack. Un- unpack. Mm-hmm. Unfold. Uh, mm-hmm. I still don't quite get it. Like, I right. still don't. It's like. It's a very Rashomon kind of a uh, kind of story where uh, you know everyone's saying their version of it. Uh huh. And it seems like the Wiz and the Suns have a bit of a united front. 
It seems like the Wiz are just saying it was always Dylan Brooks and Memphis is just being like this to get out of the trade. But why would they – I just don't get why they would get out of the trade if they entered in it. Well, yeah, well, it's just like them maybe just realizing that they didn't want to trade Dylan Brooks. I but will, how do you – how do you like – you you purposely put them on the trading block. You get the trade, then you go. Ooh, oh, never mind. Wait, oh, we don't. Look, oh, I got an idea. Yeah. Let's try to we'll do Marshawn. Try, we'll try Let's to switch the swap it out for Marshawn and see see if that see if they'll take it like that. That actually, you know what? Maybe that was it. Maybe they never. Th- they were like, look, there's no way Ooh, we're getting rid of Marshawn. Right, but why would they inform Marshawn? Wait, yeah. Oh, then they. But why would they inform Marshawn? I guess they swap him out and inform Marshawn Brooks just to like complete, maybe Marshawn's their... agent is like, "Yo, we've been traded. We got to sign." I don't know, man. I don't know. This I thing, think what, this is I, crazy. I think what clearly happened is Washington fucked all this up. I think. I can also, see that. I think. I think what happened was they, because the deal was worked out between Washington and the deal went through later on with just Washington and Phoenix. They basically had this deal, and they were like, and Phoenix didn't want Ubre, so they're like looking for a team for Ubre. They go to they go to Memphis, and Memphis is like gives them the crap offer. They say, "Oh, here we'll give you uh, Marshawn Brooks and and uh, Wayne Selden." Wizards are so incompetent. They go to Phoenix and like they say they'll give you Brooks and Selden, and Phoenix is like, "Oh, Dylan Brooks and Selden." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." That's the trade, and so that they basically work it out because the story about the medicals, like the sharing of the medicals, Bobby Marks on ESPN said. That's bullshit because the medicals are just on some server. Like you can just log into the mm. server and look at the medicals. So it's that you don't have to get it. So I think that Washington is just incompetent. Like they had, they just either heard Dylan Brooks or <laughs> wanted it to be Dylan Brooks or didn't know there were two Brooks. And when they brought the trade to Phoenix, they were like Brooks and Se- Brooks and uh, Wayne Selden. And the Phoenix was like, oh, okay, Dylan Brooks. That makes sense. Because I mean, the trade doesn't really make sense with Marshawn Brooks because he's not good. Like it's yeah. not like. But from Memphis' perspective, they must have – then Washington goes back and they're like, okay, they'll do it. And, and then Washington's like, oh, great. Or, or, or Memphis is like, oh, great, sweet. They took our garbage platter. Awesome. Okay, fine. That's fine with us, you know. Uh, you know, They're like, well, it's Phoenix and Washington, the two morons. So I, guess, I guess we pulled one over on them. That to me seems like the most logical explanation. And then when the trade gets leaked and then Memphis is like, oh, it's Marshawn. Phoenix is like, what the fuck? It was always Dylan. And then Washington is like, uh, yeah, it was always Dylan. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They told us Dylan because they don't want to look bad. And so they basically just throw Memphis under the bus. I'm going to say based on the uh, climate that is Washington D.C. Right, and the idiots that work there now. <laughs> yeah. Like this feels like a like a like a Huckabee Sanders kind of move, right? right? Like I feel like maybe what somehow that like sewage brain has leaked into D.C. and the Washington Wizards. You know, John Wall was probably part of this, uh, just drinking at a buffet. You know what I mean? Like he maybe, looked good against the Lakers, though. Yeah, like maybe that's kind. Of, I don't know. Maybe it's just like there's a there's a cloud over Washington right now where. You're allowed to be dumb. Yeah. You're you're expected to be dumb. Well, you've been, and you can been... you can just try crazy shit like that. Like right, like hey, you know what? Mexico's going to pay for the wall. Right. Actually, what I meant was, was I'm going to shut will... down the government. <laughs> yes. What I meant to say, they will pay it in punishment. <laughs> well, that's a that's yeah. a little little different thing there, buddy. Um. So I probably blame Washington just no, based I, on. I that. think that's the most. I think it's the most. It's, it's tough because we're dealing with all incompetent front offices. Yes. It's tough because it's, it is possible. But I just think the evidence that, first of all, Memphis was pissed. Like Memphis, all the Memphis front office was reportedly pissed. And 
they informed Marshawn Brooks. If they had ever said Dylan Brooks, like why would they inform Marshawn Brooks? It's amazing. It's just so good. And this reminds me of it's one. Like, it's like <clears throat> a top. It's, it, I swear it was a top five moment because it's like, are you freaking serious? These teams that are worth billions of dollars, like the, the sheer incompetence is, is, is staggering. Yeah. Where they could not know which Brooks. It, it's almost a headline. It's almost like they, they did it's, a bit. They did yeah, a bit. They're a like, bit. no, no, and I it's got like, it. It's a bit. And it's Maybe. Either, either, and either Washington or Phoenix didn't have the diligence to make sure it was the right Brooks or didn't even know there were two Brooks on the roster. That's amazing. That's more like it. I mean, I think, I think it's that almost would like, be what would happen if they were like, John and Matt, you guys are now in charge of the Memphis Grizz. No. Because I would go online and like Google the, the ro- you, could, if you were in charge, yes, John. Yeah, yeah, they could but have tricked me. If I was me. in charge, they I could have tricked me. I would, I would do I would my say, homework. I would say if they had texted me after work and I was relaxing, uh, you know, just chilling. Uh, yeah, I could probably mess that up. It's just upsetting because you want to think that we live in a meritocracy. Nope. But we have so much evidence that we do not. Because no. the people involved in this trade, they're making. These are basketball minds. These are well, they're basketball minds, but they're at the top of their field. They're, I mean, they're making yeah. mid, probably mid to high six figures. Oh, I, I mean, the GM, figures. the GM is probably making you know over a million. Oh, definitely millions. Yeah, they're making. Okay, they make millions. They make millions of dollars. They they have millions, and yet they don't even know that they well, they're, they're either lazy or don't even know the rosters in the league. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I wrote this down for a shout out that I, I uh, that I was going to give, but. It was Michelle Obama saying, I've been in all the rooms with the most powerful people. They're not any smarter than you are. And that's the truth to this. Like the truth is your average congressperson, especially at the state level. Oh, state congress, congressmen no, and women are, are some of the dumbest people out there. Right. Because, because if you're actually like good at that, like you'd be like a real congressman. Uh, and it's true. It's just these people aren't necessarily that much smarter than you. And it, and this is the thing. But what's interesting about that concept, it's like the local reporters and things like that. Like people get so pissed at them and they say they're dumb. And that's, it's just like, okay, well, the only difference is those people tried and they kept trying until they got that job. What are you talking about? Whether it's a GM or if it's a, a local writer, well, I think the local. I think the GMs. I think a lot of it is. I think some of the GMs are very talented, but I think a lot of it's just like nepotism and like. Well, a lot of it's in being a part of that group, and right. how do you get in that group? Is because you've just been you showed up and you decided right. not. To I mean, leave. two of these GMs are talking about James Jones and Phoenix and Ernie Grunfeld were ex players. Yeah, so well, so. that's that's a little different. Yeah, I mean, but actually, that's part maybe of Chris it. Wallace was too. I don't know enough. I don't yeah. know enough about but Chris Wallace. But that's part of it, right? Like you're there. You're just there, and, and you're, you're like a nice there. guy. And yeah. it's like all of a sudden that's, you're making seven hundred, pulling down seven hundred grand. Yeah, but that's part of to it. make terrible trades. That's part of it. That's it's upset. like not every ex player gets that. It's like you have to be that player that like is seen as. A front office guy, right? right? And you have to work that angle. It's like Elton Brand's the same way, right? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the D League. I'm gonna be the player coach. I'm gonna like work my way yeah. there. Uh, the point I was talking about writers is the same thing. It's like you just have been writing forever, and you decided not to quit writing, and yeah. now you're running this. You're the head writer of whatever your, whatever, whatever beat you're on. Yeah, and you're not smarter than the other people. You've just been doing it longer. Right. And my point and is, you have some connections. Yeah, but my point is. If you are a blogger, if you are a writer, just keep working hard at it, and eventually you'll be that person. Well, there's no guarantee, but there's no guarantee. But like, 
if you dedicate 30 years to writing about one team, you probably will get that. But then if you don't, how sad is that? that Well, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't cut it. You You weren't good enough. Well, one of the best, one of my favorite quotes was, or not quotes, but he was just talking about his writing career was um, Kirk serious face on Twitter. Do you follow him? Oh, I, I think I used to, I don't know if I still do, but he was, he was like, he did like the SB nation, like Mavs blog or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said he realized, oh, I'm not good enough, nor do I work hard enough, or nor do I want to work hard to do the work it would take to be successful in this industry. Oh, I remember Like that. to make a living out of this. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the self-reflection, where he's like, I'm not as good as the other, like I don't have that extra thing yeah. that will make me pop, mm-hmm. like a Zach Lowe or whatever. And I don't have the work ethic, or not necessarily doesn't have the work ethic, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to grind. Some people like their free time. Some people, yeah. some people got hobbies, you know? I got a lot of hobbies. Some people got kids they pay attention to. Not some me, people, but some, some people. Yeah. Some uh, people like uh, wine and weed. Some like, people, yeah. Some people like to just do that than, than, rather do that than than, freaking than just grind for this podcast. Than freaking, than, uh, and then for the podcast or like, tweet at me, dog, as soon as you get here. Yeah, yeah. They got other interests. They got other interests. And that's, that's fine. That's how you want your life to be. That's wonderful. You live a good life that way. I don't know what the point is. The point about this is just these people are wildly incompetent and no different than than you and i i will say i've been in not the halls of power oh but i've been well you know, you've been naked in the japanese halls of city naked in the japanese okay, uh, just checking, uh just checking. city hall yes uh, yeah there yeah they're certainly uh not smarter uh the the, the mayor is no smarter than uh than my than my good friend daisuke <laughs> daisuke aka tigre de la cama is what they used to call him <laughs> is that what they used to call him <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's when we first met him he said he says to me he's like i am uh i'm daisuke i'm a uh, tiger in the bed and i was like Okay, good to know. That's, that's how good. he introduced himself that's how he to you. Introduced himself to me. And next time he was naked in the mayor's office. Uh, next, so yeah, very, very soon after. But I have been at like the top, some of the top institutions in terms of like uh, econ. Like I've seen yeah. the, the top economists, and they are way smarter. Than, yes, they, those ones, those people are way smarter than there the are person. some people that are very yeah. smart. I am constantly amazed. Yeah. There's some really smart people. Like, yeah. I think the like political reporters, is, a lot of them, especially so, the older ones that have been around for a yeah. long time, they've just seen a lot. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying that we're entirely d- devoid of a meritocracy where people just fail up. There are. It does seem like there are some industries where the people in charge are are really smart, or the successful yeah. people are really smart, but so not it, not Congress people. Not Congress people. All I you would have not to do is try. Like, I would say, look, if you're some of these districts all the smart people left these districts yeah like they're just left with like a bunch of country bumpkins and like meth addicts and yeah. it's like we're, we're talking about the cleanest meth addict gets a, gets elected to congress <laughs> not That's even there was some idiot in the oc she was running and she she blamed the whole thing on q on q would mean the q? q conspiracy oh, oh, q on yeah after she blamed she was, her losing on yeah. q uh, yeah, as yeah, she yeah. left that's uh, that's yeah, like yeah, your yeah. area. Well, look. Here's no, the thing. no, wait, no. It wasn't the OC. It was like San well, Luis Obispo in the OC. Which is kind of in the OC map, where I'm map. from, Orange County. Yeah, where I'm from, you do have a lot of idiots with a lot of money. Yes, because what happened in the OC is home prices basically have maybe quadrupled. Yes, in the past twenty years, maybe mm-hmm. more than that. I don't have the data in front of me. Maybe five times. Yeah, maybe ten times. Maybe. So you have a lot of morons who are just like, hey, I'm a moron. I'm like, have like a moron job and I'm a moron and I never went to college. But it's the OC in the 1980s and 1970s. I can buy a house. It's super cheap. Well, then all of a sudden their house is a million dollar house. All of a sudden they're rich, you know? Yeah. It's through no effort of their own. They just happen to live in this desire, this area that became desirable. So you got a lot of dumb millionaires in the OC. Yes. So. Yeah. 
All you got to do is try. You just got to try and run. Yeah. Half, half these blogs and these people that are good at Twitter, right. they're like not that smart. They're they just, just like on work. It. They're just on it. They're, they're just yeah. out grind. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the advice is to young people out there. Uh, just work hard. Work just, hard and be nice. Just work hard and be nice. Work hard and be nice. But don't in the sports the industry, do you think that's oh, yeah, enough, let's talk about though, it. in the sports industry? Oh, absolutely. I actually literally had a conversation about this. Mm. One of the things we were talking about, uh, hiring people. Right. And it was like the balance of this person is good at making videos mm-hmm. versus this person can have a normal conversation with someone and not like weird people out. Right. And it's that balance. Because you have to remember, as someone that's hiring someone, you that person that you hire has to be a good reflection on you. Yeah. So just because this person has all the skills you want, right. if you're like, oh, but if I introduce my boss to him, my boss is like, yo, that dude is weird. Right. Or like, what's up with them? Like, why did they like, why are they overly aggressive? Why are they like confrontational? Why are they like, why did they not know to like keep their mouth shut when their boss was speaking you know what i mean like there's it's not just awkward weird like nerdy stuff it's Mm. like you can be too much you can be too alpha too too aggro where you're like yeah i can't have this guy around right or he and that's the thing so you got to have that balance like i went spoke to my old uh old alma alma mater mater. sorry i got i got choked up just because of how much i remember the kids loving me right right looking up to you yeah just a special moment and I tell them, I'm like, look, you got to have personal, you have to have personal skills. You got to be able to talk to people. Mm. And if you're bad at that, like, you got to get on it. You need yeah. to figure that shit out. You got to right. read Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends. And How do influence. you talk to people? You got to just start talking. You just got to ask questions. You, you just, get to be just interested. Start talking. Here's, here's gotta, why. Here's, here's what, what I do. Not what that I'm good at talking to people. I always try to have just like one thing. Like if I'm going in a situation that's like a social setting, mm. I try to think, okay, did something interesting happen to me today? <laughs> you have something to like interesting you have to like happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the week. So if they say, hey, what's been what's what's been up? I can come with like a nice funny anecdote. Oh, that's that's hey, an interesting thing. Here's what happened to me. Like you know this this thing. Okay, know? pop quiz. Hey, hey man, how's how's it going? Well, how, how's work? Well, I didn't prepare, John. See, oh this is why. Also, nothing interesting happened to me today. I don't think. Oh my god! What gosh. did I do today? No, nothing. Nothing really. Wow. Sorry. Ooh, ooh, awkward guy. Same old, same old, John. Oh wow. Oh no, I would say, I would say, here's what I would say. Here's what okay. I would say. Here's here. Now, now that right. I've thought of it. Okay. Now try, try to, try right. again. Right. Try hey, again. hey, hey, Professor Hill, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Um, you know, I work on like this massively successful uh, internet show called Game of Zones. Oh, never heard huge, of it. Never huge, never heard of hit. it. What is that? What is Massive it? hit. What is Massive it? Explain it. So, you know, so it's on, it's on the internet? Where, where, million, can I wa- where can I watch it? Is there like a website? He has a website, bleacherreport.com. Bleacher Report. Right. Okay. Millions upon millions of people love it. Huge fans everywhere. You know, we just dropped the teaser for the Christmas episode today, which I was integral I, I was an integral part of it so oh wow yeah definitely gonna skip that one thank you <laughs> what is this this bleach site you're talking about report i would say they're the best sports website top that's, a, that's a, there's nothing better than bleach report i'm, I'm gonna lay out on that i'm gonna lay <laughs> out on that i'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna just stay back all here right, all right speaking of all personal right. skills and talking right, to my okay. boss i'm gonna just yeah. chill on that um, one well, yeah. that's, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of life advice. Yeah, I don't know. What Speaking else, of life know. advice, let's give us advice to these teams. They actually Ooh. did. A, they, they actually did. A, they actually did a trade, though. They did a real trade. They did a real trade after after their fake Brooks trade uh, fell through. Do, do we do we want to grade this trade? It was kind of a nothing trade. Ariza. Well, I just want to talk about it because 
every single person in this trade was a giant loser. Yes. <laughs> like this is a this is a rare lose lose trade for both teams. Ariza goes to Washington. Yep. Ubre and uh, Austin Rivers go to Phoenix. Austin Rivers immediately gets bought out. Yep. And his rumors is he's going to be signed with the Grizzlies. Okay. Um, or maybe not. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's different rivers that the, the, the Grizzlies are going after. <laughs> the Los Angeles maybe Rivers. Maybe they're hoping to sign Doc as, as, the, ah, new, yeah, yeah, as yeah. the new coach GM after their, their uh, debacle. Um, okay. Washington. Great. You got a, you gave up on a young asset, a, guy, a young player that showed some promise. I mean, he's not lighting the world on fire, but you gave up on Kelly Oubre and got Ariza. So what? You can maybe make the playoffs and get swept in the first round. Like, what are yes. you doing? Like, what are you even doing? Like, this has been the Washington story for ten years. Like, it's like, great. Your your whole goal in life is to make the playoffs and then lose. Like, this yes. is they're literally praying. Ernie Grunfeld is praying. Please, please get me to the Eastern Conference playoffs, which is already like a, a minor league system. And then maybe, oh, maybe, ooh, ooh, if the gods are on our side, I can make the second round. All right. So, <laughs> Arisa. Giant loser was looked like he was going to Lakers. Now he's going to Washington to try to like be like locker room uh, chemist for that shit show. The Suns, you had Ariza. All of a sudden, for whatever reason, everybody thinks Ariza is like this great glue guy, fantastic three and D player. Everybody wants him. You couldn't get a first round pick for this guy. Ugh. Come on, if they just wait to the trade, trade deadline, they would have had multiple teams offering them first round picks. Yeah, late first rounder, but multiple playoff teams would get would give up a first rounder for Ariza. Instead, you got Ubre. Okay, great. Now you got Ubre, who's basically exactly Ubre, son of Ubre. Ubre, Ubre, son of Ubre. You got Ubre. <laughs> this dude, Ubre. You got a big problem with Ubre because here's what's going to happen. These they're going to they're going to your Phoenix Suns are going to hit the club. Yes. Devin Booker used to be cock of the walk. Hottest girl in the club is mm. going home with Devin Booker. Now she's going home with Kelly Oubre. Oh. This, they're they're going to be competing on the road for the same Instagram map. Because you find Kelly Oubre very handsome. Not me. He's, his reputation is the most handsome man in the league. Is he? Yeah, is you gotta, he you got to go on the message boards that I go on to, oh, John. Okay, you can't, will see. I can't. I can't. He I, is I have regarded, a work computer. I have a work he computer. Is, he is regarded as you know the hottest dude. He's, mm. he's, 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 a, he's a hot commodity. He's okay? got the drip. Okay. Um, that's chemistry issues with Devin Booker. Mm. Right there. Right there. Booker got a girl, though. Well, pff, please. Please. LeBron's got a girl, too. But this isn't the, you know, it doesn't stop any of these guys. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, you, you know, that's going to be a chemistry nightmare. And then you got to pay him. He's up for a contract, which that's I guess maybe. I mean, maybe. You want, I mean, that's why the Wizards want to, get to move on from him. Austin Rivers. Okay. You, you're also a loser because... The Phoenix Suns didn't want you. Yeah, you got quit. Cut. The Phoenix Suns don't want you. Ooh-wee. All right. Everyone's a lose. This is a giant, giant lose for everyone. Actually, no. I think the only winner is probably Austin Rivers because he gets to, he gets to leave. Well, I guess he, he gets was more stuck. money. He was stuck on the Wizards, and yeah, now he's he free. He got out. Now he can, and no, he, then he was like, ooh, I might have to go to the Suns. And then no, I guess uh, he right. was like, You're ooh, right. I'm out. I talked my way out You're of right. it. You're right. You're right. Now he might he might right. go, go somewhere. Nepotism strikes again. Strikes Austin, again. Austin Rivers stays winning. Stays winning. Stays winning. He might go back to the Clippers. No. No, nah, I'm just no. joking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> joking. Rivers lost his, lost his power. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. What do you think about Austin Rivers, the player? There was a lot of talk in Sixers world about whether they should sign him or not, and then they're kind of like, one, the Sixers need like just a point guard and like 
TJ McConnell's not doing it. And then some people are like, okay, like he's no one thinks he's good, but he's okay. And then some people have been pointing out his numbers that he's like one of the worst players in the league. Um, nobody hates nepotism more than me. Yes. Uh, so I don't like him. But that's just like a personal thing. Like as a player, I have. No, I mean, every time I watched him play on the Clippers, like I thought he was terrible. So, but I also am extremely biased. Mm. Like his numbers this year are terrible. They're down. So right. it's tough because like you can point out all the numbers this year and be like he's garbage. He's like one of the worst in the league. But I think like last year, you know, he's shooting like thirty-seven percent from three on about seven yeah, attempts. Yeah, I mean, like, like I think when he, he he's one of those, he almost feels like the Dion Waiters, where like put him on the bench and don't play him much. But if your team's struggling, throw him out there because he'll try to drop twenty-five. Yeah, and he might win you two games. Yeah. I mean, like, you just can't. He just can't be like a. If player. you have an open roster spot, and I guess some need for him, maybe. But yeah, I'm just I, curious. like I wouldn't sign him just because I take a stand against nepotism. Mm, like, interesting. Like I've always said, if I'm ever successful in Hollywood, you will never see me hire anybody whose parents were in the industry or whose parents were a famous actor. Oh, that's or anything terrible. like that. Yeah, sorry. Why would you do that? Because it's like I don't think they deserve it. It's like you. Oh. It's like it's like. You also, it's my opinion. I'd, I'd hire Dean. Oh, oh well, my son. His par- His dad is hardly. <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> I'd still hire in, him. In the industry. I mean, but he's, you know. he's not. You know, it's just like there's enough good actors out there that we don't need to hire the sons, uh, sons and daughters of famous. Yeah, but actors. some of them are good. Denzel. Denzel's son's really good. I'm sure there's an actor just as good as his son. Mm. Who, Do you see Black Klansman? Here's, well, here's the thing. Here's Ooh, the thing. Here's the thing. Then. Also, it's like, oh, we're so worried about inequality, right? We're all worried about inequality. Denzel's son, if he's not an actor, he's fine. He's got a trust fund. He's fine. He'll find something else to do. Let's take that role that would go to Denzel's son and give it to someone from you know a, a lower income background. Uh, yeah. Give him some money. Toss him some money. That's how we. That's, a, uh, that's a, doing my small part to solve inequality by not hiring Denzel's son and instead of hiring someone else's son. Nah. Yeah, that's then, how I see but it. But I would also see it like, look, Denzel's son learned from the great, great training, has seen it all. He he knows more there stuff than any other actor. So many good actors, so many good. You in L.A., there's just a surplus of incredible actors. It's not hard to find a good actor. Nah. It's not hard. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your shows. I don't know. Yeah, my shows. I got I got great acting nah. in my show. I think we were struggling for one the other day. Were we? Actually, by the way, I need uh, I need I'm shooting something uh, January thirteenth. I need some recommendations. You from need you. some recommendations. Need, well, you don't have just just so time, many. I'm having a hard actor. time finding the actor with the right look. <laughs> it's actually tough to find a certain one with the right look. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. Let's go to tough questions. Ooh, wildly successful segment from last time. Oh, this is my when you. This is the one that I created. No, I created this. This is last, wait, wait, I created this last this? time where I just asked tough questions. Oh, okay. It's just tough questions. Okay, okay? got it. I thought this was the thing I did. All I right. was just thinking about this. Well, you actually, maybe you created it. Is it the one where maybe, I gave you like three options? Yeah. Okay. I think I've just rebranded it and, claim, and claim credit for it. I like it. Um, Good job. But mine are more like scenarios. There's not like A, B, C okay. options. Got it. Got All it. right. Here's, here's what I was thinking about. The Clippers and Lakers both have max cap space this summer. Yes. They're both going to go after Kawhi yep. and Kevin Durant. And Austin Rivers. Of course. Okay. Goes without saying. I was just thinking about this. You're in a meeting with Kawhi or Durant. What do you say about the other guy? 
Like you're going after both of them, right? And it's going to come down to, but well, you can only sign one. So if Durant says, if Durant asks you, hey, what if both me and Kawhi both want to sign here? Who are you choosing? I'm choosing you. Now, do you say the same thing to Kawhi? Absolutely. So you just lie yes. and say, you're our guy. If the other guy, now, let's say you do that. Because I assume that's what you would do. I assume that's what most people do. Yeah. They would just lie and say, you're the man. I'd be like, do you see Kawhi in this room? Yeah. Kawhi, Kevin? look, we, you know, obviously we wouldn't, I would say, look, we won't tell him this, but he's obviously our second option to you. Then what do you do if both of them announce, you hear from the back channels that both want to sign there? Mm. What do you do then? You got to pick one. You got to pick one, but what do you tell the other one? You just say, oh, sorry, I was lying. It's a business. What do you do, John, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an expert, uh, I don't know, networker yourself or, or corporate guy? How do you deal with the situation? This is why it's a tough question that I'm asking you. Well, I think you have to, have, you have to favor one of them. All right. But what do you do when they both say they want to sign? Well, then what you, do you pick the one that's favored. I know, but what do you tell the other mm. one? How do you get out okay, of that so situation? Let's say, like, who would you favor? Give, uh, give me the person you have to favor. I think I would favor Durant just because... If you're the Clippers. Let's just say you're the Clippers. If I'm the Clippers or the Lakers, you're, I, would you're fa- I would favor Durant just because I do have lingering concerns about Kawhi's yes. health. Okay, so yeah, you pick Durant. And if they both say yes, well, you then say... What do I say to Kawhi? You say, we're going with Durant. Say, sorry, I lied to you. We're going with Durant. No, you just say like, look, we just we just signed Durant. And you say, and this is the money we can offer you. Ah, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Sorry, Durant came to us first. So we already told him yes. Yeah, or the other thing is you just refuse their money offer. When they're like, it's when Kawhi's like, all right, fine, let's do it. Oh, you just four years, and 35 million. Wow, and wait. you go, we can do four Thir- years, 30 million. In, but in the meeting, to fit you, in with Durant. In the meeting, when you recruited him, you must have just said we we're going to give you the max, though. Yeah, but you've already said that to Durant. No, I know. But I mean, like, my point is you lied to them in the meeting, and now you have to somehow get out of the lie. I'm just interested to see how you could possibly do that. Because this, this might be a problem the Clippers and Lakers have this summer. Well, I think you got to pick one first, right? You're going to Durant. And yes. he either says yes or no. Yeah. And then you move to Kawhi. No, but so you can't work. interview it him. No, at it doesn't the same work time. like that. The free agency period, you know, you're like, you're going to be reaching out to both these guys. I mean, you don't remember like Durant had the whole like where he met all the guys in, Ham- in the Hamptons and stuff. You know, it's like, it's unlikely these guys are going to sign July 1. You're going to have like meetings and pitches with them, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of it just shakes out, right? Like, if, if you the, hope if, so, if Durant, you're trying to get if, out of the question, John, I'm telling you the scenario and you're just trying to say it won't, it won't happen. I'm giving you the scenario. Yeah, I'm saying, look, here's what we have. We, we just signed Kevin Durant. And you say sorry. And then we say, sorry, I this lied. is what we can offer you. All right. And then he'll say no. He, we can offer you uh, the veteran minimum, yes. Kawhi. That's what we're prepared to offer. I, I oh, just, did you think we were offering the max in that night's meeting with the PowerPoint? And we brought in, you know, I don't know, whatever celebrities we brought to the meeting. Did you, oh, you, oh, my bad. You thought we were offering the max? It was the vet. Oh. But here's the Oops. thing. You actually, here's the thing. You probably wouldn't be talking to Kawhi. You'd be talking to their agent. Yeah, you'd be talking to Uncle Dennis or whatever. And then you go, Uncle Dennis. We can't. We signed Durant. Well, and then he would go to Kawhi and be like, we don't want the Clippers. They're not offering the max. Let's go somewhere else. I don't... I, I guess there is some of this, like in um, Cleveland, like Lebr- like all LeBron's friends were on the payroll or whatever. Like they hired a bunch of his friends. Oh, yeah. I don't know why there isn't more like of teams just hiring family members and like... 
You they know? do that a lot. Do they do? I think they do. It's just like, under, always the, some it's kind just of like under the table and like yeah, not. or it's just like yeah, right. they're taking care of you. I think the other thing maybe that's why Kawhi wanted out of San Antonio. They weren't willing to pay his well, that uncle. Was, and that his, was one of the things, right? right? They weren't taking care of him. They and weren't his guys. giving him the nicest car. Yeah, at, at, they weren't at giving him the car. Yeah, they don't do the, the give him the car. Give him the car. It's not even that much. Yeah, you're worth billions. They got spoiled. San Antonio just got spoiled with Duncan. They, they really just did. got spoiled with Duncan, That's and they're just problem. like Duncan is the way stars are, and Duncan was the, Duncan was one of a kind. I will also say you'd be surprised how much that doesn't get to the actual player. You know what I mean? Like, I've never done it necessarily with, like, here's my guess, right? <clears throat> there are gatekeepers to these players. The, ga- the gate, you know, the players oh, have a small circle. I see what you're saying. It's the gatekeeper who gets pissed about the car, not the player. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, the we didn't offer you the max. We decided to sign with Kevin or whatever like that. Yeah. I bet minus the like face to face meeting during recruitment mm-hmm. kind of pitch, a lot of times you're dealing with the agent and the agent is the one that goes either way. Right. Like I bet agents and stuff lied to players all. So you just the tell time. the agent to lie to f- lie for you, or or, yeah, or they don't out. want they don't want to say that. Like the agent might be like, man, I can't tell Kawhi and get him the max. Right. I can't tell him that. Like, I can't say, tell him that we were lied to. Like I'm just gonna say steer like, him. I'm just gonna steer I'm him. I'm just somewhere. gonna be like, you know what? The Clippers don't want it. It's not yeah. happening. Let's get out of here. Let's go to yeah. Lakers. Like they disrespected you. They lied. You yeah. know, you know, the agent will push you it off. You just let like, the agent handle you'd it. You'd be surprised. Like even with like uh like TV talent. Like there's stuff that like gets asked of them that we as representatives will just be like, "Yeah, I'm not bringing that to them." Right, of course. I just no, right? Of course, like yeah. you know, you have you have yeah, celebrity yeah, friends yeah, like, yeah, "Hey, can this guy be in this video?" You're just like, "No." Yeah, dude. there's so much stuff that doesn't get past the agent. Yeah, it's just like, and then just even like, no. just like on your level, like, "Hey, I'm a friend of this person." Like, right. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm, I know the person. I'm not even gonna mention it. Yeah, that I bet happens with agents and managers and things like that to these players, and they don't know. They just probably are just like these. A lot of them are clueless, and they're and they're kept that way because yeah. you know they don't want to hear it. I know. You'd be surprised. The egos of these these people are are it's, very very it's crazy. Weird. They're weird. Yeah. You think they're normal? They're not. They're not normal. They're, they're not Once normal. Once you get to that level, also with athletes, they've been famous at a, since a young age, which always screws people up. So yeah, absolutely. There's no, no. There's very few normal people. If you've been, if you were famous from the time you're like 15 or 16, you're not normal. No. The only normal famous people are people who got famous like after age 30 or something. Yeah, but even then, that's weird for them. Well, even then, it's a weird. It's a weird situation where. Cause like if you were like, like a lot of these dudes, like I just heard a story the other day. A guy was like married, had kids or whatever, and then became came kind of famous and uh-huh. just left his family and is is hooking up with this other famous person and just like that fast. There's just like no. Gone. I mean, I I if that happened to me, I don't know how you'd be able to not do that. I mean, I wouldn't. I of course. <laughs> whoa, cause I have, whoa, whoa. Because I I want because of course I'm an honorable man. But wow, honorable wow. And good man. And I love my family, but. Ugh. Poor Dean. Just saying, a, just wow. saying, it'd be hard, you know. It's, it's I, I don't know how some, some, some of these guys resist the, the temptation. I think you'll be fine. I think, I think, yeah, I, think I, don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it'll be. I don't be, think, I don't think fame is around the corner. I don't think it's yeah, fame. I, I don't it's, think it's the women. I don't think, I don't fame, think it's like fortune, any that, of think, that stuff. I think even uh, if, I, no, even I if I it was, if if I was famous, I'd be more like a Danny DeVito character, where women are not throwing themselves at me. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I think, I think it might be something like that. Yeah, Paul Probably. Giamatti type. Paul Giamatti, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That could be it. Okay. All right, want to do some get at me, dog? Get at me, dog. Yeah, motherfuckers, get out of the dog.
McDogsworthy tweet at NBA players to score points if they respond. This week, what's his name? Jarrett? Jaron. Jaron Blossom Game. Blossom, 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 Blossom game. game. Blossom Game. Yeah. Fake name. I thought it was a fake one, Lash. So, I said, a, let's I, do I, it. So did I. I was like, uh, I was like, who he playing for? I know we just spent the first part of the podcast killing GMs for not knowing the, yeah. which players are on teams. Hey, but you could you could run the Wizards. I could run the Suns. You could run one tenth of the teams in the look, NBA. Look, right I'll now. go out on a limb and say I could run the Wizards better than Ernie Gunfield. Ooh, yeah, I agree. I would not. I would have traded John Wall long ago. Anyways, uh, Jaron Blossom Blossom game. Yes, I tweeted at him. I, well, first I made a gif. You made one. I made a gif. What? I don't know. You know the you know the famous gif of Dave Chappelle from the Chappelle Show, uh, dunking, and yes. then game blouses. Yes. where he's Let playing Prince. That. Yes. So I tweeted to uh, Jaron. Ah, you ever? Ooh, I see it. Game. You ever with a dunk du- in a pickup game and say game blossom? blossom. Yeah, that's good. And then I made the gif where it just says game blossom. John, Mine what do you have? Was I? Uh, search Blossom mm-hmm. as a GIF. Right. And uh, it turned out to be Blossom, the TV show, was the best one. Right, of course. And then um, just wrote Thoughts. <laughs> the Blossom, the TV show? Yep, and just Thoughts. You didn't be like, says. yo, are you named after? No, yeah. just want Thoughts. Just okay. want to see what he was thinking. All right. All um, right. And then Dave Federnick, I'll read his. He says, don't tell me at Clemson men's basketball doesn't turn out legends. Hashtag Clemson grit. And then he photoshopped a bunch of Clemson. Clemson players. Clemson players. Jaron Blossom game. Trevor Booker. KJ McDaniels. Horace Grant. Eldon Campbell. A lot of Sixers on there. You got anything? No. No. Yeah, no. me neither. Yeah, Dave got a like from CJ McDaniels. He keeps talking KJ about. McDaniels, yeah. Oh, KJ McDaniels. Yeah, Dave's like. Yeah, fucking good got job. a hard on for that. Good job. Wasn't even that good. All right, should we go to headlines? Do the headlines? Oh, you got headlines? I got headlines. I got a few headlines. All right. Joking Noah uh, says partying destroyed his career. Partying. That's an interesting way to pronounce Thibodeau. Headlines. That's a good one. LeBron had this to say about uh, Wade. One thing we don't talk about enough is how he gained custody of his sons. I thought that was hypocritical of LeBron. Uh, given he walked out on his son, the Eastern Conference. Headlines. That's a good one. Oh, two for two. ESPN reported that Nick's owner, James Dolan, would play guitar on the team plane even after losses. I don't know if, did you see that story? Saw the story. Yeah, yeah. Dolan, this is true, Dolan denied the story, calling it somebody's fantasy. ESPN refuted Dolan's assertion by surveying the entire world and finding that Dolan playing guitar is, in fact, nobody's fantasy. Headlines. The Bulls have uh, officially removed Jabari Parker from the rotation. Oof. Hey, Parker isn't giving up. He says he still wants to play offense in the NBA. Headlines. That's all the headlines. Fit to pod. B plus. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe, Thank you. yeah, about B plus. Thank you. The Thank last you. one was a... Uh, yeah, the last one was a, you know, a little joke writing thing is you want to get the joke on the last word. Mm. So it's like he still wants to play offense in the NBA. Like the joke is the offense, and it comes like a few words before, but there's no way to do that sentence where, anyways, that was a tough one. I struggled over it trying to get that joke in the last word, but couldn't figure out a sentence construction to make it work. Mm. Oh, a little behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes. A little behind the scenes. Hey, NBA teams, that's the kind of work ethic you'll get. 
if you hire me, you know, yeah, to be your GM. wow. So anyone looking for that Game of Zones Christmas special? Oh maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe just like end the video be like a, ten seconds early. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why? Just like your joke. You got to oh, end right, it early. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Just, no, no. The game just send it. The Game yeah. of Zones. Game of Zones was uh, all my writing on that was you know punched up, punched, punched up, up yeah, and yeah, rewritten yeah. by professionals. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I mean, let's, yes, let's, yeah. Let's let's clear. Shout out, uh, yeah. Uh, shout, speaking of shout outs, shout out to some beefs. You want to do shout out some beefs? Let's do it. Let's shout out some beefs. Shout um, out to Taj Gibson. Ooh. You see Taj oh, Gibson? Yeah. Playing with his shoe on his hand? A great, great. Damn. Playing with, yeah, his shoe fell off and then he just kept playing with it, put the shoe on his hand and use it to uh, play defense. Shoes for hands. Mm, that's how Kwame Brown played. Headlines. Headlines. Ah, see if you had put that one in. Well, I, couldn't, I was trying to get that joke, but I couldn't figure out a way to do it because yeah. like Taj Gibson kind of has like a, he has good, good hands. Yeah, like it's not good. like. It's not like he's normally known for being, you know, having stone hands. Yeah. Okay. But Kwame Brown, ooh wee. That ooh. was some bad days when he was on the Lakers having to watch that guy play. Ooh. I got beef. What do you got beef with? This dumb person ooh. on ESPN. Did ooh. you see this? This Drazen Petrovic thing? No, I haven't seen this. Oh my gosh. This dumb person made this video. This ESPN personality. I don't even want to say her name. I don't have in front of me. I also don't want to give her the pub publicity. Yes. She was made a, made a video arguing with herself. First of all, hack premise. Uh, arguing with herself about whether Carmelo Anthony should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And then one of the things, the things she said was like, Drazen Petrovic is in the Hall of Fame. So come on. It's the disrespect to Drazen Petrovic. Like, the guy's a legend. Cut down on his prime. Yeah. But the worst thing was... She posted on Twitter, right? Or it was, I was on some ESPN platform, but she posted on Twitter, Twitter, like, hey, look at this thing I worked on really hard and wrote and, you know, and had to film, you know, me doing both sides. Oh, isn't it great work, you know? And people just went in on her for disrespecting Drazen Petrovic. And, like, someone was like, how could you say that about, how could you do that to this guy who, like, you know, died at 28? And she thought that this guy was talking about Fab Mello. What? She was like, she, I don't have her, her response, but she was like, "Why?" She's like, "I I was talking about Carmelo, not Fab Mello. I, I don't know what you're what you're saying." She, this lady didn't even know anything about Drazen Petrovic. She clearly just looked at the whole fame, found like a name she didn't know. It's wow! Like, Look the wrong numbers. Kid, kids these days, yeah. you know, watch, there's, hey. a, there's an ESPN thirty for thirty on Drazen. Look, it's one, like, it's, it might be the best one. Like Michelle said, they're not that smart. Oh yeah, they're this one definitely. Smart. Shout out. I watched the uh, that documentary we were talking about. Oh hell yeah, Momentum Generation. Oh hell yeah, the surfing documentary. This is a surfing documentary that uh, Bill Simmons uh, decided to had produce. Nothing to do with. He, he produced nothing the credits. To do with John. Yep, he admitted that too. In his. Well, no, it was it was it was independently produced, and then HBO acquired it. So it's like yeah, HBO he said it too. He was like, did, yeah, and on one of his pods, he said like, check it out. Uh, I'm a producer, but I didn't do much. I joined very, very late and didn't do much. So at least he's admitting. You know, a lot of times you get a named producer just so you can get it to HBO or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or it might have been a deal where, like, uh, you know, Simmons has a deal with HBO, let's say, to produce, provide 10 documentaries, you right. know, for the year. So then he finds one that's already done and says, hey, can I slap my name on this? And we'll put it on HBO and everyone's happy. Uh, so that's probably what happened in some way. Mm -hmm. Great documentary. You liked it. I loved it. Me mm -hmm. and my wife watched it. Great. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. Um, 
just the. How much did we talk about this? The actual documentary we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. No, I, was just, I just yelled at Dave for not giving me his HBO password. Oh, that's right. We never actually talked about. It. So, right. so for those who don't know, um, it's basically this group of surfers in the late '80s, early '90s. No, no, early '90s. Early '90s. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably heard of Kelly Slater, mm-hmm. uh, and some of the. I had not heard of the other guy. I'm not part of that surf culture right. like you. Uh, just really strong. It was a group of like 15, 12. Like yeah, a collective the almost? group was like actually like way bigger than that, and then like they basically the, oh like eight made the documentary. Yeah, but there were these videos, they like these surf videos, and there would be like you know it was like a revolving cast, and the and they in the documentary they they talk about how they all kind of like lived together in Hawaii. Yeah, a, what so, was, was, so what was the surf video series? So it was momentum. That okay, momentum. So momentum was the first one, then there's momentum two, and then there was focus. Got um, it. Okay, and then I stopped. Basically, that's when I stopped. Got it. Like surfing. I don't know. I think there must have been more after that. But Got it. So yeah. that reminds me of kind of like how there was like, you know, in because uh, growing up, I was a skateboarder, not a surfer. Right. I was on the East Coast. So like, yeah, like 411 Magazine or Big Brother, things like yeah, that. Yeah, they would like, have. That's how they got famous yeah. was this, right? Yeah. So the people, they got famous from these videos and like each, they, each person in the video, the way the videos worked, each person would have their section. Yeah. So it would okay. be like just oh, two okay. minutes yep, of yep. Slater. Got it. And at the beginning, it's like Slater does some little like skit, and then it's like two minutes or three minutes Slater yeah. over like a punk song. So what's crazy is that the uh, they just had so much great footage. Yeah. Well, the guy Taylor Steele who made the videos was just shooting all the time. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Imagine, like, so yeah. it's like you have these legends of the sport that just there's just so much footage. And I thought it was interesting because they started out on the like sad story of mm-hmm. each surfer. Well, uh, yeah, you notice it's not every surfer. No, they, no, no. They no, focused they, 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 on the ones with the sad story because there are other ones who have like basically normal childhoods. Yes, but yeah. what's but it was such a smart move, right? Because you're thinking you're going to watch the surf thing, right. and you talk about you know you get the surfer that's like, oh, my dad used to beat me. You know, I I grew up so poor, I had this. So it turns these, you know, what you think is going to be like, you know. A surfer that oh I grew up you know with the yachts in my backyard like Matt Hill. Right. It turns out that these people had like really tough childhood, so it kind of puts them in a position of like, oh you're not that different from an NBA player. Right. You're, not, you're, you're Allen yeah. Iverson, yeah. but you just went surfing. Yeah, and also it's like the the arc of it is them finding this community. Yes, and then also dealing. But you're right. Like yeah. the first five are really dark, then the last six you're like, well, oh, yeah, well they don't know. they don't go through all the all the people's backgrounds. No, exactly. Yeah, it's they're, like they're, they leave Rob Machado's up background out there because it's like his dad's parents loved him and they were yeah, like yeah, super supportive. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Slater, Slater's alcoholic dad and uh, Taylor Knox had a rough childhood. Yeah, Slater yeah. had a rough childhood. A, couple, oh, a lot yeah. of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slater's yeah. always talked about his pretty rough childhood. Yeah, but it was really interesting. Great movie. Uh, really just, so a couple things I just want to bring to your attention. Uh, every one of those surfers, uh, ex- extremely good looking. Yeah. So I'm just question just they are like, they are so good looking. Well, the thing is, most. But my sur- question to you is, what are you the only non handsome surfer? Is that how this works? Explain this to me, man. Well, f- the thing about surfing is like if you keep doing it, it keeps you in shape. So mm. one, I'm not out of I'm out of shape. Okay. Two, it gives you a nice tan. Oh, I can never get tan. I always girls in high school would always ask me because my friends would like that too. I was hanging with the surfers. My friends are all super handsome because uh. they're all like fit and like tan. And they would be like, how come you're not like tan, like all your friends? And I'm like, I just don't get tan. <laughs> so that's just the Got situation. It. So you were like chilling with a team of Kelly Oubre's. I was. And you school, were the, the, uh, the Goran Drogic. I was. I was. Okay. Goran Drogic's way more handsome than me. But okay, I was like, okay. yeah, I was definitely. 
I was there, uh, you know, I was there to crack jokes. I wasn't there, I <laughs> wasn't there the, for my looks. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, see, hopefully, yeah, you, you just hope the party has more girls than guys. Yeah. And then well, I, they trickle went, down. They wouldn't take me with them when they went to the well, party. They wouldn't go to the party. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> would always, they would actually always lie to me about what they were doing on Friday and Saturday night. My, oh. my, my cool friends, yeah. Wow. Yeah, rough. Yeah. yeah, it was rough. It was hey, rough you school. know what? That's why you got a kid. He can't lie to you. Yeah, he's well, got to be kid, around. For 18 years, he's got to be around. No, my kid, yeah, maybe about but 13. But he'll lie to me. I mean, my kid yeah, will definitely yeah, lie yeah. to me. I mean, like, for like 12 years, you have to drive on places. He yeah. can't. He can't go to a party. All oh, right. He you. can't go to a party without. That's what I mean. He can't yeah, yeah. lie and be like, "Oh, I'm doing this." No, like, no. Yeah, the surfers and they're all, yeah, they are all very good looking. Yeah, extremely. I was extremely. thinking that as I was like, and they're all still good looking. They're, they're all, all like, they're like forties. They're all. In they're the all 40s. like. Yeah, they're all like mid forties. No, and my all, wife was watching. She's, she's like, like these wow. like twenty three year old, twenty four year old, just like chiseled dudes, just yeah. being like, "Hey, what's up?" They all have long hair then too. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? No, they don't. Only, only, only Rob had long hair. Oh no! Yeah, they all kept it short, and then come on, well, I like know, the I'll... whole doc. There was other people around. Maybe a few it wasn't ones. just the focus. Like but Rob... the Brazilian guys, they would show. There's no Brazilian guys in the doc. The Australian and Brazilians that would win the tournaments and stuff. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, those guys are hot too. Everyone, everyone. Yeah, I Great don't know. Great documentary. You should check it out if you're really into dudes. Uh, uh, shirtless, into, <laughs> really shirtless dudes and surfing. It was not enough surfing for me. If I had to quibble. And, um, uh, also there's a, they talk about Kalani Rob, how he like has this like crazy six pack. Um, and oh, yeah. they should have used a shot from one of the, one of the surf videos where he's like in a, he's like in a store and he looks at a muscle magazine and he shows off his six pack. It was great. It's a great shot. I was like, how, <laughs> why are they not using that shot? Why are they using the shot of him eating chicken? So that's uh, my main quibble. Okay. With it. So your personal yeah. favorite ab shots of well, these my personal favorite well, as shirtless. a kid, I was like, Matt look at that guy's shirtless ab- dudes. Look at that guy's abs. You know, as a teenager, it's like, how can I get abs like that? You know, me and all my friends, we always we were admired him for surfing, but also his abs. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a great doc. I think if you uh, if you're a listener of the pod, um, ask Feeder Nick for his HBO password. Just DM us, we'll send it to you, and then uh, yeah, DM well, DM Feudy. Yeah, <laughs> DM Feudy. Get that password. We'll hook you up. Yeah. Oh, I actually have. So I, you know, I was, I was beefing with that lady earlier. Yes. About uh, Drazen. So. Her, so she posts her tweet. Then this guy responds to her. You dead ass just disrespected the career of a player who died while he was just entering his prime. What the F is wrong with you? And her response is, I said that's what made Mello so fab. How did you make that connection to fab Mello? And how did you take it as in any of that as disrespect? So she literally she didn't, she thought, didn't even know. She thought he was talking about fab Mello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, what was the response to that? Then it's like she's just getting ruined. I don't think she responded after that. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But then someone on Reddit. So this is breaking. This is breaking. On Reddit, they are guessing the reason she talked about Drazen Petric Petrovich is that if you Google least deserving basketball Hall of Famers um, or undeserving basketball Hall of Famers, a, Be- a Bleacher Report article uh, comes up, and one of the na- one of the people on the list is Drazen. Oh, so so that's why she just googled it and said okay she just I can googled make... least she yep. just googled undeserving hall of famers mm-hmm. and picked the name clearly has no idea who he is yep oh well, man guess what though she's gonna write another article and another what one I, and yeah. she's gonna grind she and she's she gonna get her own tv show because yeah, right? that's the thing you don't have to be smart you just gotta be a hard worker and you gotta be nice apparently in the sports apparently, industry yeah, apparently in the sports industry just don't be a weirdo. Um, and even then, you can be a weirdo. Speaking of weirdo, do we want to... I don't know if we want to talk about this. Okay. I I don't know, I'm not sure talk. if we want to talk about this. Oh, what, I don't know where you're going. Uh, do you have any more shouts and beefs? 
You're making uh, this the last thing? Oh, I got a um, uh, white elephant. You ever did play the white elephant game? Oh, yeah, we played it here at here, here work. Yeah. Big I don't, deal. I love it. Oh, really? See, I don't like the white elephant. Oh, no, it's the best. I don't like the stealing. It's the best. I don't like any of that stuff. No, no, no. You, you got you to play it. This is the first place, first workplace where they do it right. How do they do it? Everybody has to get gifts that are not good gifts. Okay. They're joke gifts. Yes. So the game is who can come up with like the funniest gift. Fair. So okay. nobody really wants the gifts. Got it. So it's like the stealing of stuff is it doesn't get serious. It's just like I see. It's just like funny. Like the gifts people here they go all out. They're like they um like the one that won this year was like an ugly sweater that had like um a, a cup holder attached to it. Okay. And there was a, a multiple people got uh what the gift they found it must have been on amazon was a calendar of dogs pooping okay okay right so all right is, so that's a pretty good one yeah the one i i do usually this group of friends they do it every year um half the people are good half are clearly like are are funny gifts and then maybe like one or two are from like last year just the, they right. just, just save the it and they just re-gift yeah, the same some people gift. do that too here yeah 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 I just I just hate the stealing part of it. The stealing's the funnest part. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I hate it when people don't steal. I just you know what it is? I hate when you get stuck with a bad gift and no one wants to steal it. See, that's bad. Here's the thing. That sucks. I my first gift that I got, people liked. It was this like uh solar powered lantern. Mm-hmm. Not that good though. It was like weak and I was like, when am I gonna need a solar powered lantern outside? So no, but, but then you- people and I was like, I don't want this. But then someone stole it. So I got to pick a new gift. And guess what I got? What? I got a um I got a squatty potty. Do you know what the squatty potty is? No. Oh, listeners. This is something that a lot of people have talked about that has changed their lives. I bet you okay. And if you use the squatty potty, please tweet at us. All right. Please sure. tweet. Okay. Or so not. what it is. No, tweet no, John. No. Because it is it is a movement. It, Punctly, yeah, it punctly is, it is a, it's a bowel movement. Yeah, so I actually got the the foldable knockoff one. So mine uh-huh. isn't technically the squatty potty, but we'll just call it that. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a little like, like a, almost like a step ladder, mm-hmm. like a one. Like, Let me just guess what it is. Is it a thing you put on your toilet so you can squat instead of sitting? You put it underneath, mm-hmm. and then basically instead of sitting normally, right? You your, squat. Your, your feet are up. You put your feet on. Oh, you it. put your feet up. Yeah. So you don't squat. You're just putting you your don't feet squat. up. So your knees are up higher. Right. But so what happens is based on the drawing of on the squatty potty, the great uh-huh. direction, so when you're sitting, actually your colon kind of like bends. Right. Right? So part of it is being squeezed when you're trying so to go. So by putting your go. feet up. But by putting your feet up, you're opening it. Right. So it goes straight down. So it's just like a... So are you like, going to use the squatty potty? Oh, I've been using it. Really? Early results. Pretty good. Promising? Pretty promising. Hmm. Like, I think you need to go through the whole spectrum of different types of waste. Oh, we need to... Fu- just, you know what I mean? Like, you got to really... You got to see them all to um, see... Okay, to see if it works for you? Yeah. I'm like, you know... And plus, it's only at home. Like, I, a lot right. of my my messes at work, as you guys know. Right, right. As right, you guys know. Right. Everyone, big fans of that story. Big fans of that story. Um, I'm feel I'm I think it's I can't definitive like maybe it's a placebo effect right now. Could be. But I would say I'm gonna continue to use it. The squatty potty. And based on I know people that have really nice squatty potties. Okay. Well you can get one made out of teak. I look forward to you telling me the results and then me editing to, it out of the podcast. No, 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 no. It might be a life changer for a lot of people. Okay, if I can well, spread the joy. Listeners. Let's uh, tweet at us and let us know if you're if you're a squatty potty user. 
Let us know. All right. Or the other side. If you've seen the bad effects of Scotty Bray, warn us. Okay. Well, I'll just say about White Elephant. The key is don't open the present. Just steal. Because if you steal, you know. Wait, you, you don't open it? You your, op- open it. your options in the white, white Elephant when I play, you, when it comes to your turn, yeah. you can either open a present yes. or you can steal someone's present. Yeah. So if you steal, then you know you have a desirable gift and you'll be in on this future stealings. Yeah, yeah. No, especially if you're early. Yeah, you can you only steal if you're late. No, but even if you're early, just steal. a good. If it's a good present, steal. That way you're guaranteed to you know, be, you're not going to get stuck with a bad one and have to Okay, so you out. steal and then when someone steals it from you, then you then pick you another, steal another one. Then you're part of the action. I so see. What you don't want is to open a present. It's a and bad present. Bad. No, one, and wants, no one wants and it. And that was it. That's, your that's only participation. happened to me before. That's what I'm saying. That's my advice. Steal. Keep right. stealing. Keep stealing. Keep stealing. Your temptation is like, ooh, what's in the box? Let me go with something mm, new. No, I steal. know. No, steal. Uh, last thing, shout out. I don't know if it's shout out beef, but did you see the article on Fultz? The latest Fultz saga developments? Oh, by uh, Candace? Uh, yeah, Candace Buckner. Any... Yeah, Buckner. Do you have any thoughts on uh, on your friend Fultz? His mom, the r- developments is his mom basically put video cameras in his house to like tape him. Yeah, that was weird. That's the... It's clearly from um, the coach... Or the uh, the, adult, the trainer, the trainer, the trainer he, who's now estranged from the family. Yes, yeah, the clue is he's the clearing up his name. He's got a whole thing going. Yeah, he's on. clearly got to be for the mom because the mom has cut him out of Fultz's life. Yes, yeah, and the thirty million that yeah. he probably had. Yep. And was there some issue about maybe him and his wife being together? Him and his mom being together? Well, they were together. Yeah. Look, the whole thing—it's it's getting sad. That's why I'm hesitant to bring it up. But I just, you know, since, since this is essentially a false podcast, I yes. thought we, I thought we should deal with the latest developments. The whole thing's like, it's, it's just the whole thing is sad. The whole I thing is know. sad at this point. And again, if Fultz listened to this, I would ease up on it. But since he doesn't listen to this and I'm just talking to Philadelphia fans who troll Lonzo on Twitter. Yes. I will just say you all troll Lonzo for having a crazy parent and a busted jump shot. Yeah. And look what you got. Do you think he plays for the Sixers again? No. So you think he gets traded before the deadline? I don't think before the deadline. Here, here's my thought. In the summertime? I think he's probably out for the season. Mm-hmm. Because that was the thing. They were like, oh, three to six weeks or whatever. Like, right. That's on. such a bullshit. That's that's not going to happen. That's like optimistic and like based on like basically a WebMD reading of the supposed exactly. injury. Like, bro, you have an injury that no one was able to find. Yeah. And like it's messing you up that bad, and you just think you're just gonna do a couple stretches and a couple massages, and that's gonna be gone, and your jump shot will be back. Like, so there's two issues now, right? It's the physical side of faults, right? And then it's the relationship with the team and the breakdown of that, right? And getting back to a player that could help a playoff team, right? Mm-hmm. The Sixers are now in a like this is what we said about Butler, right? That has now made them. Fultz is win done. now. They're win now. They're win now. They're no longer developing, build for the future. They are. They want to win the Eastern Conference. Yes, which yeah. we can talk about later. But I think that's a big mistake. But well, yeah, we talked about it when they traded for Butler. That we thought I thought it was a big mistake. Well, the two two separate things. Mm-hmm. I think the Butler thing is one. You thing. think you want them to be like the Wizards and just you want them to lose in the second round? You think that should be the goal? I don't think that should be the goal. Uh I think you, like, perfect example. Ben Simmons is what, 21? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. He's four years away from the start of his prime. Mm Mm-hmm. Four fucking years. Right. And this is like, okay. Like, 
if you know he's four years away from being the start of his prime, right. you're going to need other people. Like you have a four four year oh, window so you're saying of getting you're, other people. You're saying the win now mentality is misplaced. Exactly. I Should. don't care if you get Butler. Right. And maybe you put a few more win now. Like don't have like the tanking years where you have like five players, but like maybe not Fultz, but like hopefully they don't trade like a Zaire Smith. Hopefully they don't trade first round picks. Like that's where that's where New Orleans messed up with Anthony Davis. And right? LeBron the first time in Cleveland. Yeah, they have this great guy, and you're like, yeah, just wait three years, mm-hmm. get a little better, keep him happy. Yeah, yeah, try to make the playoff. That don't surround him with, you know, the yeah. the the hinky like let's sign thirty G leaguers and hope one of them works. Like, no, you probably can't do that now. Right. But take like good prospects and keep them around. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like so kind of two separate things there, but. I just like I think he's got to get healthy. I think then he has to like rebuild his shot, and I think like either way, it just doesn't make sense for him to play this year. No, I don't. Yeah, you know, I agree. like the best case scenario, he gets healthy in eight weeks, and he's back the second half of the season. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it depends. But even who then, else it's like he's falling out of the rotation, and it's like, is he really going to want to? Like, he's his value is kind of super low, and it's like. Is he really going to be able to build it back up by playing like seven, eight minutes a game? I don't know. I would say this. He has no trade value, Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't trade him, right? Because it's pointless to just like throw him away. Right. Like it just is, right? Like you, what are you getting? Cap space for who? You know, like if you're going to get rid of him, get rid of him in the summer when you're going to actually need the cap space to sign someone. Like, yeah, if you can get Durant and Kawhi, fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Attach a first to Fultz and get him the fuck out of here. But yeah. that's not going to happen, right? Um, so you're dealing with that. And just like if he can kind of like right now the Sixers are in a lot of trouble. Like Fultz, if he can get sort of healthy so he can at least shoot the mid-range. Like let's say he'll – there's no way he's shooting threes this year. But let's say he can get back to like what we saw of him last year that was like, hey, you know, t- 10 points in mid-range, get to the rim – He'll be better than TJ McConnell. And right now, you need someone that's better than TJ McConnell. So that's what I would do. Try to get him healthy. See if he can at least... Yeah, he's not going to be a star, but like... Dude, TJ's not that good. Like, Fultz has to be better than that, right? Hmm. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, you're hoping? Does he, though? Does he, though? I mean, he averages many points as Lonzo, so... (laughs) He does. That's a fact. Nine points. But I mean, you know, Lonzo's good at everything, but scoring. How many times do I have to tell you this? He's literally good at every aspect of the game of scoring. So comparing them based on scoring is kind of. But when he's. His scoring is as, as quote unquote, good as the. Like biggest bust in <laughs> NBA history. Who are you talking about? Fultz or Fultz? Fultz. Yeah. Like, like this is bad. That's Lonzo. Oh no, Lonzo's fault. His scoring is not. I'm not. I mean, his scoring is bad, but. I mean, Markel Fultz bad. You'd like it's like a guy who forgot how to shoot bad. No, I mean you 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 measure you don't measure a guy like you know like Draymond Green or something like that or Jason Kidd. It's like you don't look at the points you know for their impact. If they're averaging eight points a game, I think Draymond Green's like averaged eight points a game in some parts of his career. Mm. You know, so it's like you know it's like okay. Look, I'm worried about. I'm not. I'm not like Lonzo standing, even though I'm Lonzo stand. But it's like Lonzo standing. I don't. I'm like. Just looking at points per game as a way to like measure his effectiveness, I think is 
is a is a fool's errand. It's like he's he can affect the game in other ways. I, it's like if the, if he's getting eight points a game and shooting, you know, and he's and he's shooting well, I don't think that's a problem. The issue is he's shooting poorly. Yeah, that's what I mean. So. He's, he's trying. This isn't like you have a, to go a little this deeper. Isn't than, like a, no, he's not trying though. I mean, he's not he's not really being that aggressive. So well, it's kind if you watch the kind game, of, you, I know you just problem. told me you haven't watched the Laker games. Kind of his problem. You kind of haven't watched I the Laker watched the games. I watched the game with you, and he was just missing layups after layups. Ugh. You not have, you know, just watch the games. You'll yeah, see you know what? he's fantastic in every other aspect. Oh, that's, that's great. Good. All right. That's Look, great. We've, we've fallen into old habits. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep pooping. Keep pooping. Keep squatty potty pooping. Get that colon health. Oh, yeah. Keep doing it that way. Colon health. What crap is that yep too? It's another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super hoopers. Ah, oh, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wise cracks. Ah oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself super hoopers. Knock this shit off right now. Y'all biting super troopers. Put this on, I'm going like LeBron. True maneuvers. Come on, John. You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers. A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit. Well, Matt and John think they producing these hits. They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit. They always wrong about who to pick. So I ask the two chicks if they do assist. But when they use their dicks, all they do is swish. Stupid like the Knicks and poor singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save their ass facts John, it's like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Young dude, it's another NBA podcast Bebo talk, nah An hour of wisecracks Ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back Super Hoopers, what crap is that?